Yeah. That's preparing. All right. There we are. We are live. I'm Vanessa Elise out in San Antonio, Texas. Anna Daly out in Philly. And Outer Hernandez here in Worcester, Massachusetts. And I am happy to introduce Brandon Rogness. Did I say that correctly? You did. Thank you so much. <laughs> yes. So he has been a real estate agent for over two years in the Phoenix area in Arizona. Um, so just give us a little background. You you mess you mess you mentioned um, that you did hospitality backstage. So just fill us in a little bit. Yeah, so um, I worked for 10 years in hospitality doing food and beverage and event management. So done a lot. Um, I am originally from the Midwest. I moved out here in 2014. Um, my grandparents were snowbirds since 2000. And I was like, oh, yeah, I want to go out there because they're always enjoying it in the winter. Um, but I'm from Iowa, Minnesota. I claim both. Um, so once wow. in a while, I can hear my accent come out if uh, I'm around other Midwest people and <laughs> say you betcha a lot. Um, so yeah, it's it's really fun being out here. I've fallen in love with Arizona and what a difference night yeah, and day. I do not miss snow at all, and if I really do. A lot of people didn't know this, but I can drive two hours north to Flagstaff, Arizona, and. You can go skiing. Wow. But <laughs> <And> I won't. <laughs> <laughs> not even so, for that? You're not no, into skiing? I, just, I don't miss it at all. Oh, I hear you. We're about to get snow, uh, like where this is the time. <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> yeah, give me summertime in the Midwest any day, but no. And even then it's like, oh God, humidity. <laughs> yeah. No, I enjoy humidity and heat and dry heat and all the heat just just give me the heat <laughs> yeah for sure. so you've been oh 10 years God. in like the hospitality industry and I know you know you said you pride yourself on giving your clients a great experience so how has that translated to real estate like what do you find you doing differently serving your clients um so I think the difference with me and I think it also has to do with just being like Midwest people are a different breed no offense to anyone not from the midwest but how so how like if you come to minnesota everyone's like oh my god everyone really is minnesota nice like i thought that was just a joke but they're like you're all so nice it's weird <laughs> so <laughs> i'm they very say the much same like thing about that. texans oh yeah so <laughs> it's it's just very much about i want people to enjoy the experience. I want them to have a good time. I want them to have something that was memorable to take away from them because, you know, so many people had experiences buying their first house and they're like, oh my God, I never want to do that again because that was so stressful and awful. And it was a terrible experience. And I'm like, well, you know, your realtor should have done a better job of making that more tolerable and palatable. Um, Cause it's, it's just a transaction at the end of the day. It doesn't mm -hmm. need to be so stressful. So I want to make it very enjoyable and a good experience. And you can look back and thank me for that. <laughs> so <laughs> nice. I try to just make it very like low stress and explain everything out to people and make sure that their hand is being held through the whole process. Well, I geez, I mean, thing. you make it so easy. You're, you look so fun. Look at your glasses. Can we talk about those glasses? I absolutely love them. <laughs> so tell, there has to be a backstory on them. Oh yeah. So I actually, I don't need them. <laughs> They're just for fun. Me either. They're blue light glasses. Yeah. Yep. Same. So, 
there's um <laughs> I was really like my first year I got into real estate during COVID and that was a crazy time to get into real estate and not having the background and I'm like okay, I got to start thinking like a marketing mindset. Like, how can I make myself stand out? How can I make myself different than all the competition? Because we have like 90,000 agents in the Phoenix Valley. So it's like, how do you make yourself any different than anyone else? And it's like, you know what? I, we have, I, I, (laughs) anyone locally will know who I'm talking about, but there's this one realtor who he's known as the tattooed realtor. Yes, he's with he, us. He just came he over. Tattoos all over his body. He's and I'm like, us. you know what? Yeah. That's already taken. And I, I don't have any tattoos at all. And I don't really want to do that. But I'm like, what can I do that I like what he's doing? Because you look at him, and even if you saw him in public and you weren't really sure, and you've maybe seen him on a billboard, you'd be like, that's the tattooed realtor. Like yeah. he has that visual <laughs> recognition. It's his personal brand. It's, yeah, it's all his personal about personal brand. brand. So I'm like, how can I find something that's similar, but I can also, I can just take them off and I can. <laughs> yeah. You so can't I take off like the Clark, tattoos. I feel like Clark Kent once in a while and Superman, like I just put the glasses on and now I'm doing real estate. <laughs> so. It's Love so it. cool. It fits you yeah. so mm-hmm. well. And it's so funny because the other thing I love about it, and I've found, I didn't expect this too much, but people just stop me in the street, like complete strangers. And they're like, I just have to tell you, I love those glasses. I never pull those glasses off, but I love those glasses. And I just had to give you a little praise for being brave enough to wear those because I could never wear them. And I'm like, yeah, thank you. They're fun. So they're always like, they're always a conversation piece mm-hmm. and they make people yeah. laugh and they're like, it's just so goofy. And it's so you like the people that know me, they're like, mm-hmm. Oh, it's totally you. And then there's people like my partner and there's some other people that are like, Oh my God, those are so stupid. I don't like, <laughs> and I'm like, but you're talking about them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, they're causing attention. Yeah. So All the press is good press. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's I love awesome. the brand awareness. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Yeah, it matches everything. You got the hair going on. You got the fun T-shirt. You're just a lot of fun. Like, why real estate can get stressful, so why not make it fun, right? Right. Mm-hmm. That's exactly it. And I love what you did too. You were sharing that you had a listing appointment, and you're sharing how like you do something for after your listing appointment. You give a little gift, and you're sharing how the champagne wouldn't fit in the box. And I'm like, that is, I never even think to do that for my appointments. Like, so can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, so we actually, um, we're just getting into doing this a little bit more, but you want to go to your listing appointments and you, again, you want to be memorable. You want to stand out from what everybody else is doing. And how many people are going to a listing appointment if there's like three brokerages that are being interviewed? Like, how do you stand out against them? And I'm like, well, I'm going to bring a champagne because, hey, thanks for calling me. Like, I really appreciate that. And congrats, you want to sell your house? That's that's a big thing to celebrate. Um, so we have these little listing kit boxes that we put together with all of our materials that we're going to go over. Um, we're going to be venturing into sending those out a little bit before we do the actual listing appointment so our clients can take a look at those things um, and just have those couriered, or, couriered over to them rather than sending them through the mail so they can actually get handed to them. 
Um, but that way they can look at all the boring stuff and they can kind of go through all that because I don't need to sit and go through that for like an hour. Like you can read just as well as I can, but <laughs> hey, what did you see in that? What interested you? What do you want to talk about from all of that that you had as takeaways? Um, so we do that. We have like a nice little box that we put everything in, but it was my first time using the box and I was like, oh, I'm going to go buy a bottle of champagne. And I'm looking through the Fry's grocery store in their sparkling wine section. And I was like, okay, well, there's these little tiny, like single serve, like there's like La Marca and all these other little tiny ones. And I was like, and then right next to it was this nice kind of slightly bigger, but still a small bottle of Chandon. And I was like, oh yeah, that that's perfect. That's nice. And this is a luxury listing. So I need to give him nicer champagne than just like La Marca. <laughs> At least it's not tot. <laughs> right. So I'm like, at least um, then he has enough. He can like share some with his wife or girlfriend or whatever. And so anyway, I get home and it's like, I'm putting together the box and I'm going to just take it with me when I go to the listing appointment. And I put the wine in the box and it's too fat of a bottle that the lid won't close on it. And I'm just like, I'm not going to force this shut because it's going to look awful. So I just like ended up putting it in my bag. And then when we got there, I handed him the box and was like, I'm by the way, I'm like, this wouldn't fit in the box, but it should have. <laughs> <laughs> and he That's laughed. And he's like, oh, thank you so much. That's so cute. I, I really appreciate that. So. And you got the listing, right? So it's like a I have the listing, but I don't like he's looking to sell, but he's really passive about it. And I have a buyer that she wants it, but she's not going to be here till January. So it, it would be like a double-sided. Um, mm, yeah. Transition, so, Fine. well, you'll probably get the listing. He's just not listing of anyone at all at this time. So, and he was playing hard to get to, but we, after talking to him, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm pretty sure. Like, as long as we just keep on him, like not pester him but keep on him and just being cute like he'll he'll want to go <laughs> because who else is going to bring him all this stuff that we just brought him right no that's a Sorry, good idea I love that yeah and standing out you got to stand out like we're saturated and it's not just in Arizona it's everywhere it's also in mass hole so I'm in Massachusetts <laughs> you said how everybody's so nice in Miss, uh, Minnesota I'm like oh geez he hasn't been over here everyone's a mass hole <laughs> I haven't heard that. I haven't heard that. Yeah, you're driving you... out there is legendary. <laughs> oh my gosh. So yeah, let's we... rewind a little bit. How did you get into real estate? When, when was that transition? When did you know you were going to make the switch? So since I'm from the Midwest, it I probably, so many people come out here from the Midwest. It's just like a magnet. Um, I had my second girlfriend, one of my girlfriends, um, a girl that's a friend. <laughs> I don't have multiple girlfriends. Um, <laughs> so the second one moved out here, but everyone that moved out here, they were looking to buy right away. And I was working in hospitality. And when they get out here, they're like, do you know a realtor? And I'm like, um, kind of, but I don't know if I want to refer them, refer you to them. Cause it wasn't great from what I've heard. And so I'm like, this is really like, this would be easy money. I really need to tap into this. So I initially thought, you know what, I could totally go get my license and I could do this on the side just for people that I know that are moving out here. And I had a lot of student loan, loan debt at the time. And I was like, this is really appealing. Like I could pay off my loan debt really quickly if I just sold like three houses in a year. 
and that would just make the biggest difference in my life. Mm. So it started out like that. So I went, I took a week off from my job and I went and did, they had like a, a back-to-back, like you could go in the morning for one class, go in the afternoon for another class. And for like nine days, you could bang out all the classes for the real estate courses. And so I did that. And then I had a really hard time with the test. I don't know what it's like in other states, but Arizona's was just awful. Um, wow. The school test, and then you're allowed to go take the state and national test. And I had just the hardest time. And I'm like, this is so ridiculous. Like I have my bachelor's degree. Like, why am <laughs> I having such a hard time with this test? And when I'm in the classes, I'm like, this is, it makes sense. I'm having fun. Like this is interesting stuff. Um, but I had the hardest You know time. what it is they they test they make you test on how to take a test it's not even about the actual real estate anything it's just you have to learn how to take the test right because there's multiple right answers so i feel like that is exactly how it was in here in texas too school test national state and i mean i think they give you like two to three hours to finish it but same thing it was just like Okay. So there's three right answers, but what's the most right answer? Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, it, I hear that other States are a lot harder than, um, Massachusetts. We, we take a 40 hour, uh, course and then we take the state and the federal (laughs) disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, State and national. Sorry. Huh? Like I, maybe I'm saying that wrong. I, I thought it was 90, but maybe I'm wrong on how many hours. Are well, here it's 280. That's oh. insane. Texas is like, that's why I won't move to Texas. It's like getting like a freaking BA here. Yeah. And then they make you do it again every <sighs> after your second year. No. Yep. No. Yeah. If that's I had crazy. to do that, I don't think I'd be a realtor anymore. <laughs> 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 no, that was too much stress. I don't want it anymore. Oh, geez. So then you just have to keep up with your credits like every couple years or do you have to retest like in Texas? We just oh me PE classes oh. and then you yeah. Mm-hmm. But you know okay. what's funny is that so everyone can take the test, right? And then they pass the test, but it doesn't make a good realtor. Right. We are um, all built so different. It's like, I don't care if you pass the test. You don't know what the hell you're doing. Well, yeah. I mean, you need to have like like some level of skill as far as like dealing with people. Like in my past career, I worked in the medical field. So I dealt with people and their health. This time I'm dealing, I'm dealing with people with their money. (laughs) So it's like, oh my God, this is like, I mean, it's really personal. Like, think about it. This is like the biggest purchase that people are making your health. That's all you got. Like, if you don't have your health, forget it. You can't buy a house. You can't do nothing. So I, I dealt like I'm dealing with, well, I dealt with the uh, medical field, but now, I I mean, it's challenging. It's, it's a specific skill that you cannot learn in school. (laughs) You will not learn that in school. So you really just got to be people oriented and just know how to like match people's personalities. You know, it's a self-development career. Like you also have to be like really doing the inside work before you can serve other people. Um, So real estate, is, is an amazing, um, opportunity because you, your, your income is like uncapped too. It's like, you know what you You earn what you're worth. Exactly. You put in part-time work, you're going to earn part-time money. You put Mm -hmm. in full-time work. And that works. 
for some yeah. people, just like Brandon was saying, the whole reason mm -hmm. why you even thought to get into real estate was because you said wanting to pay off like student loans, right? It's like three deals, I'm done. Like that could mean success to you, right? Mm -hmm. And then the, the script changes, right? So is your outlook on real estate completely different than when you started? <laughs> totally different. So yeah. that's why I got into it. And then, you know, I had a hard time going back and, you know, passing my test because I was working 60 hours a week. When I got home, I was tired. I'm like, I don't want to go home and study. And I'm like, I'm just happy being 30. And, you know, <laughs> I don't want to do all this extra stuff on top of a full-time job. So I had a hard time, but then COVID happened and guess what? There's no events in COVID. So I got put on furlough and it was so funny how the universe works. Um, the year prior to COVID, I kept saying, and I gave up a few times doing the real estate test. I'm like, I'm just not going to be a realtor. It's not going to happen. And I'd give up and I'd be like, you know, the ideal situation would be I'm not working and I have some sort of income. And I'm like, that's so unrealistic. It's never going to happen. But guess what? I was put on furlough and I had unemployment coming in and I was sitting at home doing nothing. So we weren't spending money. <laughs> so I, I mean, like, I'll be honest. Oh my gosh, it COVID, happened. Yeah. COVID taught us a lot of things. <laughs> COVID great. was a blessing in disguise, right? I mean, it came in like a fucking terrible storm, but you know, it once the storm settled, I mean, uh, COVID taught us a lot of things. Totally. So I'm glad that you jumped into this. This is amazing. So after that, I got my license August 2020 and I was still on furlough. Like I could have been called back at any time. So after I got my license, and then it was like October, I joined a team in October. And I'm like, okay, well, I need help. I need someone to help like train me and guide me, do all the things because I have no idea what I'm doing. Um, and I'm like telling my boss at my job, I'm like, well, I'm going to do this. I'm going to get my business off the ground so that I just know what I'm doing when I do get something. And if I get some stuff in between now and when you call me back, awesome, that's just extra money in my pocket. And I had every intention of going back to my job and I'd sat down with my team lead and she's like, well, what are some goals? Like, what do you want to do mm -hmm. with your first year in real estate? And I'm like, you know, when I think about it at the end of the day, I really would love to not go back to my job, but I go and, I'll, and I, I don't even care about talking about money. I was making 55 grand a year. I was living paycheck to paycheck because mm -hmm. I just had all my bills, my student loans. And that was like my sweet spot. Like I could survive. And I'm like, if I could just make my salary at my old job, I'd be happy. If yeah. I can do that, I'd be happy. And that's all I need. And my first year we had our splits and everything, but before splits, I made my salary and I'm like, oh my God, I, I did it. Like how And did that's I your that first, year. first year. The first year is tough. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I didn't take home that, but it <laughs> felt really nice. And I have a very, very supportive partner that, you know, he has a very good salary job and, you know, he was able to kind of help me get off the ground as well, because if I didn't have that, I don't think I would have survived. I would have been homeless probably because <laughs> um, it's so up and down. But then it was uh, August, no, it was June of 2021. And so I was like in my first year, like halfway there. And I talked with my old boss and we we're very good friends. And I told her, I'm like, you know what? I, I 
love and respect you so much. I'm not going to come back to work, but I'm not going to quit right now because they're not going to let you hire anybody. So I'm like, let me know when you're going to need to have me come back to work. And I go, but just Mm -hmm. know that you're going to need to post my job. And the day that I come back the first day. So we did that and I got back September 1st and by October 1st, she had someone else hired. I trained them and then I got to go and wow. do it time. So, and I bet you she respected you for that, right? Cause right. I mean, keep that open door that, you know, connection with her. You just never know what happens, right? Exactly. Just never burn the bridge. That's amazing. That's good. Yeah. Now good you, you. you did mention, um, somebody right so talk to us a little bit about family like what's your little family structure like I know I think you have like some babies but I think they're fur babies tell us about them (laughs) yeah so I when I moved here in 2014 I was working for Marriott Hotels and I was living in the hotel for like the first three weeks I was here in Phoenix and when I moved here I like had this mindset of okay, I'm moving to a new market. Like I need to prove myself because I don't know any of these people. Like I was really well known in my old market. And I'm like, I really have to focus on work. Like work's number one, then it's family, then it's friends and then it's dating. So when I moved here, I was just like, I'll still go on like casual fun dates because I need something to pass the time. And I only knew my grandparents out here are snowbirds. And then I had one of my best friends from college and, but he wasn't super social. So I'm like, I don't know anybody. So I still need to like go have fun and go out to restaurants and stuff. So I'm like, I'll just go on dates for fun. And my now partner, uh, he reached out like within the first two weeks of me being here and was very persistent. And I was like, oh, okay. And so we started like seriously dating and we've been together ever since. It's been crazy. Wait, how did he find you? Dating apps. <laughs> I'm glad it worked. Christian Mingle. Yeah. Christian <laughs> What's the other one? Farmers only. Yeah. No, I wasn't on that one either. Are you talking about OnlyFans? <laughs> Not OnlyFans. I, was, I wasn't good enough for that one. Um, so yeah, we met. We started dating. Um, And then two years after dating, we bought a house. Um, We live in North Glendale. We live right by where he went to high school, which is really funny. Um, He's from Phoenix. His name's Steven. Um, Hey, Steven. (laughs) (laughs) And then we have our two fur babies. We've got, this is so funny. So if you're like, if you're Mexican, you know, like Choni. Vanessa. Mexican (laughs) slang for Chonies, for underwear. Um, so our first dog, her name is Choni, just singular. <laughs> Cause I was like, kind of dog? I, I'd never heard that until I moved here. And I was like, that's a hilarious word. Chonies. <laughs> oh, I got Chonies for Christmas. So, um, <laughs> they're both just little white dogs. I always laugh cause I'm like, we're, I never want to get two little gay white dogs, but here we are with two little gay white dogs. Um, but she's a rescue. We got her. She was like 10 weeks old. She's like five pounds. She's sassy AF and I love it. Um, (laughs) And then it was probably about eight months later, we got our second one. Her name is Knickers. Knickers. A pair of British (laughs) underwear. So we have 
pair of underwear for dogs. Too cute. That's so funny. Um, That's clever. Yeah, but they're it both is. rescues. We love and adore them. They're our babies. Um, Knickers is actually from South Korea, which everyone's like, what? <laughs> but our rescue that we got Choni from started bringing dogs over from South Korea. And like her and her brother got brought over and they were found by a college student in South Korea, um, like in an abandoned bank. And they were like, rescues so, are the best. Yeah. I love them. They just know that they're. Oh, the I know. I didn't rescue mine. <laughs> Yeah, you don't you don't get to chime in on this one. I, yeah, I, <laughs> cute. It's so cute. I'll sure. <laughs> I know. I we rescued mine from a dumpster 14 years ago, and she's still here today. So she's my old B I T C H for real. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, and, and Anna, you have a rescue. Yeah, she came oh. up on a bus in North Carolina. So. Oh. <laughs> but it was like a total bait and switch. They're like, oh yeah, she's great with kids. Great with other dogs neither of those things no we, way i'm like what are we gonna do give you back like no like you're ours oh made it work well mm-hmm. i bought mine <laughs> we are we know that <laughs> is it at least a cute dog though oh yeah i, I got a dog. rottweiler um frank the tank he is five years old and then i got betty the bad bitch she is a french bulldog so they're I was gonna guess they're not guess. Yeah. my sister yeah, bought Betty. a French bulldog and she's so stinking cute. Yeah, they're, it's a thing right now. Everyone yeah. wants a Frenchie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got lucky with her though. Um she just she just uh, so it was Lewis. Lewis is one of my partners, and um his families, they all have um Frenchies, and you know, one of the parents, you know whatever hooked up with the other parent and next thing you know they didn't know what was wrong with her and then they figured out that she was pregnant so it wasn't even planned I didn't know and (laughs) yeah yeah, they didn't know she was pregnant so it it really wasn't planned and um I think there's a little dispute on who's the dad too I don't know I don't know it's kind of messy but Betty is my little angel she's so sweet but she's so dumb she has no clue what's going on and thank god for Frank being as smart as he is because she just follows everything that he does. He is so brilliant, so smart. And I mean, he's, he's a Rottweiler. I mean, he's, yeah. he's a big bear. <laughs> uh. Yeah. But those are our little fur babies. Um, and then, you know, I got real babies too. <laughs> we're we're very happy being the fun gay uncles, but yeah no like we'll do no the real baby with our like 13 year old niece and we'll do face masks and stuff but we're like no we don't want kids <laughs> we're, we're happy with the dogs yeah, yeah. to each that's his own right yeah. yeah of course the nieces and nephews go home eventually so that's mm-hmm. fine oh I yeah that was the thing I used to say that all the I time see. too I was like love giving them back until it was like you're same. getting one yeah <laughs> same sometimes I'm like okay do I need to take them back? (laughs) Well, so you talked a little bit about your cute little family. So tell us a little bit about kind of like, what does your routine look like now that you're in real estate? I mean, you were our our own boss, right? We make our own schedule. So have you gone through a transition from leaving, you know, your previous world to this one and changing everything up? Yes, definitely. It's... (laughs) It's so like surreal to like sit 
and think about it. Like I can do what I want and I'm the boss of my own business. I've got the help and the leadership above me if I need help, but I, at the end of the day, get to make my decisions for my business. And I love that. Um, one of my things, and this is like the funniest thing. So if you guys are a fan of the book, the 5am club, um, mm -hmm. sorry, I'm not a fan of that book. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't read and that one. My, my mantra has been, uh, there's nothing happening with real estate at 5am that can't wait till 8.30am. Cause I wake up at eight and I'm like, that was one of my non-negotiables. I'm like, I'm just going to wake up at eight. That's fine. Like That's I'm not going to be time, phone calls at 6 a.m. Yeah. Um, so I do that and I really enjoy that. And I like that. And it makes me feel less stressed and less everything. Um, so I get up and I just, I work at home mostly. Like we have offices we can work out of with our brokerage, but I just work in the home office. I get to be by my dogs. I always wanted that. And I, I always wanted to go work someplace where I could have my dogs and take them in to work with me. But now I have it. Um, so I spend my first like two to three hours in the morning, just kind of in the office. And I do a lot of my efforts focused towards any different type of prospecting that I do. So whether that's like my farming efforts where I'm sending stuff out to my farm and trying to drum up some business there, um, phone calls, we do have paid leads that we get through our website, um, calling them and just doing all my schedule stuff for the week. Um, and I really like to do, like I can schedule stuff far out, but I love Sunday, Monday to just kind of like, okay, what's this week look like? I need to write mm -hmm. it all down. I'm a huge list person. So I always have, I don't think I have audio or visual aids, but I always have like the nice little journal and I always have a to-do list for the week. There you go. And when, it, when it's Sunday, Monday, I rip it out and anything that wasn't crossed off goes to the next week. So I love operating like that and not losing sight of what I need to work on. Yeah. Love that. Oh, so, and, and I then, love the notebook. <laughs> yeah. It's like my second one I've gone through. Um, and then I got a Peloton in June. So I'm Ooh, starting to like be better about incorporating that into my routine because COVID also like made me gain way too much weight because we were having <laughs> happy hour every day at like 4 p.m. <laughs> and all the carbs. So um, I've had a really great year. I've lost almost 30 pounds. Nice. Congratulations. All from the Peloton. Yeah. Not all from the Peloton. I also have like a really good um, health coach that is a gal that I went to high school with. Nice. Yeah. So tell us about that. What does she have you doing? So I'm, I'm not big on like pushing the MLMs, but I really liked this one. Um, <laughs> it's called... <laughs> <laughs> it's called Optavia and I feel like oh yes we've heard of yeah. that and I liked it for me because you're a realtor you're in the car all day I was stopping and getting like I need a, a chicken sandwich from McDonald's or I need a double cheeseburger from McDonald's I was stopping because it was cheap it was quick it was easy and that wasn't helping me um but the Optavia stuff, like I can take the granola bars, I can take the shakes and I can just be gone for the whole day. So it's like you eat one of those like every two and a half to three hours and they actually sit with you, which I was worried about because like, I'm a corn fed Midwest boy. Like I like to eat. Corn fed. <laughs> 
So mm-hmm. I'm like, is this little shake like with eight ounces of water gonna like actually fill me up? And they uh-huh. they're like protein shakes, so they do sit with you really well. And yeah, it just it went really well. So I'm still doing it. I'm probably a little bit more relaxed um, with certain days and like networking stuff, but it's really good with just like resetting for the week. Um, mm-hmm. We try to be really good during the week. And then on the weekends, like my partner and I, like if we go out with friends, like, you know, we'll have some food, but I try to make healthy choices. So that's what I wanted out of it was I need to get back into making healthy choices. and not Right. Just yeah. Binging. Cause you, yeah. Cause I have a, a few friends that are huge on Optavia and they swear by it. And, and really it's, it's calming all of like the inflammation that's going on in your body and, you know, what, one thing that I'm nervous about with trying that is that I'm, I would be eating so little and then I would feel deprived and then pound all this food. Um, but you know, my, my friends, they, they swear by it. They love it. Um, and the biggest thing that they said was the inflammation that was like huge. So did you find that you weren't in a lot of pain and, you know, things are, I feel so much better. Um, my my big reasons why I wanted to do it was I was having like acid reflux over drinking water like that was just crazy to me like I always felt I was eating Tums like candy and you're only supposed to eat like so many within a certain time frame I was eating more than that and I'm like I'm just sick of this like I feel so sick all the time and I feel huge because I was I was like 250 pounds and I'm just around 220 now and congrats thank you I know that's huge so it's just like I just want to feel better again and when I moved down here I was like 190 and so I'm like I need to get back at least closer to that I want to wear clothes I want to feel good about myself again um and like I don't, when you when you get bigger like your back hurts like everything, everything the hurt joints you have your health knee. issues oh yeah 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 it just feels bad to feel everything. good You know what I mean? And I I feel like that when you feel good, it's going to translate into everything else you do in life. And especially in such a demanding um, field that we're in, we have to feel good. And that's what we preach here on our podcast is wellness. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, And it's good that you're, you're so early on too, in in your career that you're incorporating all these things and you're realizing it because it sounds like just not too long ago, you were, you know, where you didn't want to be, you knew it was uncomfortable and, and not even just the weight wise, right. But like the fogginess, the, like you're drowsy, you're tight, like everything. Um, so that's amazing that you're incorporating that. That's huge. That's, that's a big thing. Now, you know, you, you have an amazing structure going on with your business. Like how, like, how do you stay laser focused? Like, especially like us in real estate, we get derailed constantly. How do you like keep it together with like the mindset? Like, what do you do? Like, um, are, are you seeing like a coach or what, what does that look like for you? So like, that's such a big thing. Cause I don't think people understand that with real estate, like it's a roller coaster of emotions. And mm. I like when it's, bad it's like oh god I don't I want off I want off and then when it's like crazy good it's like oh my god this is going too fast like this is crazy but I'm loving it at the same time and I I wasn't prepared for that but I'm and 
trust me, like I still have like weeks where I have just like an off day. Like I'm generally oh, yeah. always very high energy, very positive. I always put that out there, but I always have like my day where I'm just like, okay, it's Monday. I did open houses all weekend and people were just terrible to talk to. I'm like, I just, I need to lay in bed and I need mm-hmm. to like watch Game of Thrones and do my self-love and not, you know, shower until like 5 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But you need to have those days. And my biggest thing was, you know what? It's okay to have those days. You need to have those days. You need to recharge. You need to take care of yourself. And my partner will tell you, and he'll, he'll tell everybody, um, he's so much happier with me doing something that I'm doing now rather than what I was doing before, because I was in a very high stress job before I would come home and it'd be 5.30 and I'd come home and I'd just like vent about the day for like 30 minutes. And it was just negativity, negativity, negativity. And then I got finally to a point where I was like, okay, it's not fair to him that I'm coming home and I'm spewing all this negativity and just bitching about my day. Mm -hmm. And I think it was like the first six months of me doing real estate and he we were out at some event or something and someone was talking with him and he, they asked him, they're like, Oh, how do you like Brandon doing real estate? And he's like, Oh my gosh, it's his mental health is so much. Oh my God. That's amazing. And he's like, he's just, and it's not like I was like completely intolerable to be around. (laughs) (laughs) Like we have a very good relationship. Like we rarely fight but to hear him say that he's like, he's just so much better to be around. And I'm like, I had no idea that I was having that effect on him. And I felt terrible, but I'm like, oh my gosh, like, yes, it feels so much better for my own mental health not to be in that situation. And I love that about real estate too, is if you have a bad client, you can fire them. If you have a bad vendor, you can fire them. Like you don't have to work with people you don't want to work with. When I worked in events, I'd have an awful event contact that was just the worst person and they'd come back every year or they'd come back multiple times a year for different events. And like, I, I fired my first client this last summer because he was just rude and talked Mm -hmm. down to me. He told me, he's like, you don't drive a nice enough car. I don't, I don't really take you seriously. Oh my God. And I'm like, is, is this really happening right now? And I have to like walk away and like process it. And then at the end of the transaction, I, he wanted to do more with me. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I don't think I'm the realtor for you. Like this isn't going to work out. Cause I was finding myself feeling that same way again. And just like dreading, I didn't even want him to call me. Cause I'm like, you're just going to piss me off or mm-hmm. bring me down. Yeah. So, I mean, and, and that's the thing, right? We, we, we work with people and some of them, oh, it's hard. It's a lot of different personalities. And I love that you said, you don't like them, you can fire them. Cause it's true. Bye. <laughs> and, we, and I have to bring up, that brings it like Brandy, you said two things that brought something to mind. You said Peloton in the past conversation, roller coaster. So I think it's time I pull up your video. Gosh. Do you know? I, let's do I it, have, Anna. I know. I love this. Oh, wait, you have to, um, can you make me? Oh, you need to be a host. Yep. 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 (laughs) We dive into that before we, we head out too. I want to hear about video and how you I know. I mean, I think it's great that you came in two years ago during COVID and I mean, you hit it with a bang and you're doing all the right things with the marketing. Anna always pulling a fast one on us. 
goodness. I love it. Where is it? I just had it. Oh, okay. Can everyone see my screen? Yes. Yes. And this is good because everyone's listening on podcast. You can't see it, but no, they can listen to, to it. That's live. <laughs> oh my God. I can't. I didn't Welcome see this. Peloton for real estate. Today, once you get orientated with the screen on the left side, you've got the last part about throwing up that was actually on one of the rides that I was on she said that she's like you feel that right now you feel it like you want to throw up just smile and keep pedaling just keep pedaling <laughs> and I was like I, I have so many moments when I'm watching my Peloton classes and they say stuff and I'm like oh this totally translates to real estate this totally uh -huh. translates to real estate so that I like got that stupid idea to do that video it's I always refer to my I refer to my own videos as my stupid videos <laughs> but they're amazing you put out such like engaging entertaining content so oh thank you creating yeah. that personal brand and standing out to the saturated um market that you're in with agents so how has that helped you? Have you seen a bit of success with the social media? Oh yeah. I, I, it's so funny. Like when I think back to when I started doing real estate and then I started doing video, we had a social media coach working with our team. That's um, a local social media strategist, Nikki Soto. And for the longest time she'd be on our calls and she'd be like, you guys need to be making video. She's like, you need to see the metrics that are out there and the things that people are talking about and the things that are happening for the people that are doing it and doing it consistently. And I was like, oh God, no. Cause like during COVID, so many people got into TikTok that probably shouldn't have. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I don't want to be one of those cringy people that I make fun of all the time, like, like back during COVID. And I'm like, oh God, no, I don't want to do that. I don't, I'm going to get made fun of. I'm, I was super like self-conscious and like, no, I don't want to be made fun of. And then we started working with a sales coach. And I remember one of the first things he said, like in one of his classes and his was related to door knocking, like when he started doing real estate, but the thing he said, and it really stuck with me, it still sticks with me is, and I would say this to anyone else that's starting something new and there's a lot of things to do with it. What's one thing, and sorry, part of my language, 
what's one thing I can't fuck up? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, look at myself and I'm like, what's one thing I can't fuck up with doing real estate? Like what's something that's all the things, there's so many things you have to do, but what's one thing I know I can't fuck up or I know I can mm-hmm. do it well. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to do video. I know I can do video. I hate door knocking. I hate cold calling. I, I don't have the money to be sending out all these like hundreds of mailers to people. So I'm like, I can do video because it's free. I can do it. I've got a creative mind. Like I was totally a theater kid in high school. Um, I can see that. Yeah. Right. (laughs) So I'm like, I can do this. And you know, it's not as scary to me because it's not like I could get up and I could talk to 500 people. I'd be very nervous and like soaked in sweat, but I can do it in front of my phone and not be scared about it. And trust me, like the Mm -hmm. first like month of doing it. Yeah. I was sweating like bullets doing it, but um, (laughs) once you get into it and then I have to just change my mindset this is a part of my business. I have to look at it like that. It's not Mm -hmm. just me doing stuff for fun. It's not just me being weird on social media and wasting my time. Like, cause I would think that from the outside, like, Oh God, he's wasting his time doing social media. Like, is he ever going to do real estate? Like that's something I would think from the outside. And that's like a voice in my head, but the way I look at it and I will always defend it is this is a part of my business. This is my marketing. This is how I put myself out there this is how I try to appeal to the masses. And I'm telling you, when you get your first deal from social media, it's like, okay, don't care anymore. We're doing this. Mm -hmm. It just takes one. Yeah. So it was, I just closed on it February. I got them back in October last year. Um, this realtor found me on Instagram and was just like, oh my God, you're hilarious. I love you. (laughs) If I lived in Phoenix, I'd want to be best friends with you. And I'm just like, oh, that's sweet. That's sweet. And it was like a week later. And she's like, you know, if I ever get anybody, I'm sending them, if they're moving to Phoenix, I'm going to refer a client to you. Cause I, I love you. And I know that anyone I send to you, they're going to love you too. And I'm like, oh, well, thank you. That's really sweet. I don't think it's ever going to happen though didn't say that part, but (laughs) (laughs) you were thinking it, talking in my head. And then it's like another week later. And she's like, Hey, do you sell in Glendale? And I'm like, yeah, I live in Glendale. I'm like, I'll do anything in the Valley. Like if it's a buyer, I'll go anywhere in the Valley. So, uh, she's like, well, I think I have someone to refer to you. And I, I roll my eyes on the phone and I'm just like, oh my gosh, they're going to have like no budget. They're going to have no money down. This is going to be so difficult. And this one, it was crazy market times. Like, I'm like, this is going to be just such a hard time. And I'm talking myself down and I'm being negative (laughs) and which we all do once in a while. Um, So anyway, we set up a phone call. We're talking and uh, I'm talking to the new client and she's like going through everything that she's wanting. And she has this huge not huge, but she's got this good list of what the house needs to have. It needs a big backyard. <laughs> it needs like four to five bedrooms. It needs maybe a mother-in-law suite or a casita. It needs a pool, It all this stuff. And she's like, I just don't know Phoenix. Does that exist there? And I'm like, yeah, that exists. And she's like, okay, well, what do we need to do? And I go, well, first thing we need to do, I'm like, I'm like, what's your budget? Like, how much are you willing to spend if it has all of that stuff? And she's like, well, if it has everything, I'm willing to spend 1.2. Wow. And I'm like, what? 
And I even think I did like a nervous laugh on the phone. I was like, <laughs> okay. Um, and <laughs> That's like, nice. And what if it doesn't have everything? <laughs> She's like, well, I'm okay with the project. I'm thinking seven or 800,000. I was like, perfect. Everything she listed off, like, because I was going out, I was seeing the market. I saw the houses and the inventory out there. I'm like, I know exactly where you want to live. And she's like, okay. And I found her the house in that neighborhood. She gave a lot of pushback for a few months and wanted to look in these other areas of town that I'm like, yeah, those are nice houses. But I'm like, I know what you want. And those, that's not what you want. And finally, we got this house and she and I have become good friends and I love her to death. And her kids call me Uncle Brandon now. Oh my God, that's hysterical. Yeah. I love the best the stories. Besties. They're yeah. so fun. But she she'll sit and like every once in a while she'll just say Brandon I could just cry I'm so happy with fine, and that you listened to me and you found the the house that I love that's nice so I'm like, and now you're in the luxury market I was in the luxury market so I'm like social media I go I will make as many stupid videos as I can because this is amazing that I just got this deal from a referral from someone else in the country that has never met me in person we've talked on like FaceTime and everything but that's it and I love her Kate and you know what I had a similar story too Brandon I'm telling you it was somebody that found me on social media it was during COVID and I was just posting a bunch of nonsense or whatever. And they wanted to work with me because they said, wow, you, you seem to be like fun to work with. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, here's my tree link book with me, blah, blah, blah. Well, they were set selling like, you know, in a really nice area. And, um, uh, you guys wouldn't know the town, but sold her house. And then they also went into like 1.2 million to buy. So it was like, a, and I was like, damn, all from social media. Like that was and a win. Free. And it's free. And it's free. I know. Yep. I Love know. it. Similar story. It just, it just takes, you know, that's the important thing. You're selling yourself. You want people to connect with you and be like, I love that person. I, I want to be friends with them. And whether you're a realtor, whether you're a person that just found me on Instagram, like it's all about making connections and Absolutely. making people buy into you. And that's what I love about it. Oh, awesome. that's awesome. Yeah. Oh my God. Well, again, social media, like brought us, you know, into each other, you know, I mean, well, Chelsea, we all know yeah. Chelsea. Yeah. Um, she shared you on her story. I'm like, let me see what this brand is all about. And I'm like, instantly I'm like, follow. And, <laughs> he looks <and>, crazy. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, so sweet. Like, cause who do you follow that actually sends a personalized video? He's like, Hey, Anna, just walking the dogs. I'm like, huh? I'm like, yeah, I'd love to connect. So yeah, I'm so glad that you came on and we feel so honored to be your first podcast. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much. Many more to come for you. Yes. Yes. Spread love, show love, give love. Yeah. yeah. So for our audience, thank you for tuning in. We will make sure to drop his, you know, Instagram handle. You definitely want to follow him, especially if you're listening and couldn't see the whole Peloton video. It's amazing. I might even link to that as well, but <laughs> thank you again. And we look forward to seeing everyone next week. Yay. Thank you guys. Bye, everyone. Bye, Brandon. Have a great day. You too. Bye.